Well, yeehaw, bitches. <laughs> Um, hi, it's me. It's Kendall, your hostess with the mostest. If you're new, welcome. Hang on, this is about to be a ride of your lifetime. <laughs> so, if you're watching this, which I hope you are, uh, I decided to invest <laughs> in a new setup for this podcast. Um, before, I was using Zoom, right? So, I'd meet with my, like, meetings or whatever, like, my, my guests on Zoom, and I was like, you know what? This is just easy. I'm just going to record the rest of my shit on Zoom too. Because, I mean, why not kill two birds with one stone, right? More efficient. Well, when I realized that people actually prefer to watch podcasts, I I listened. And I, I bought a new camera. <laughs> I bought a uh, Sony Z something one. It's basically like a, um, it's a vlogging camera. And I can like see myself like while I'm recording. I literally like, so I bought these like little mics. I actually have two of them. I have one like hooked on the flower and then I have one that I'm holding because I, I want to be able to interview people in person soon. Hint, hint. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get these, whatever. Well, the fucking jack, like the audio jack wouldn't fit into my old camera. I had a Canon T5. It wouldn't like the, the microphone port wasn't fitting. And I was like, what's wrong with this thing? So I go to Best Buy today and I had been planning this like for a while, like wanting to, to use microphones, whatever. I go to Best Buy and I was like, um, so my camera won't fit, like the audio jack like won't fit with my microphones that I just bought. Um, do you have an adapter? And the guy was like, what camera do you have? And I told him and he goes, oh, that's an old one. I was like, well, not really. Like I bought it once I graduated high school six years ago. <laughs> and then I clicked, I was like, I've been using this camera for a very long time. So I, uh, I was like, well, what else you got? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, what else you got like camera wise? He was like, well, what are you using it for? So I told him and we walked down the camera aisle and he was like, I recommend this one. And I went, oh baby. <laughs> I like looked at the price tag. I was like, holy shit. And so I, I was like, can I hold it and like walk around a little bit? And he was like, we can't walk around with it. And I was like, no, no, no. I mean, like, can you put it behind the counter? I'll walk around and think about it. Because I'm the type of person, and this is funny too, because I do this and even whenever I'm shopping for clothes and clothing stores, I will get something. And I'm like, yep, I want to buy this. But I can't just like be like, yes, I'm going to buy this. I have to like walk around and think about it for a little bit. And it's really an annoying habit that I have. But I guess it's great for my financial decisions because a lot of the times I'm like, eh, I don't need it. Well, today I walked around and called my mom. I was like, what do you think about this? She's like, well, it's a business investment, right? And I was like, yeah, that's true. Thanks for helping me justify it. So I bought it. <laughs> um, so here we are. Good quality video. Um, I'm going to start actually, this is, this is kind of like just decided about 30 minutes ago. I'm going to start posting this obviously on the next pod YouTube, but I'm also going to get my bang for my buck out of this freaking camera and start making like I'd, I hate the word vlogs, but like make like videos about my life and just like fun shit. I don't know. I just, I love being creative and like showcasing things. I'm a very visual person and I feel like a lot of people are like, they are, they are the same way too. So I, um, yeah, I'm just going to start vlogging. Ew, I hate that word. I don't know why it gives me like heebie jeebies, but yes. So that's where we're at now. It's been a crazy fucking week. Um, this is coming out really late again because I've literally been working like my actual job nonstop. <laughs> and I actually, I'm not even gonna include one of my guest interviews in this in this video because I just have so much to talk about. In the last couple videos have been primarily interviews, obviously, and I enjoy them. And I feel like a lot of other people enjoy them. You know, obviously I'm throwing in more interviews. I have a bunch of them in my archives still, but I'm gonna do uh, a couple episodes of just me talking about shit. Like anything, anything y'all want me to talk about, mostly life. Um, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna kind of incorporate like the next theme into my life because that's honestly why I started this podcast in the first place was because I felt like I was just kind of in that like medium of people where it's like, okay, I'm not a Victoria's Secret angel, but I'm also not like scum of the earth. So I'm in that weird in between phase. You know, a lot of the podcasts nowadays have total extremes where like, you can listen to them for entertainment. Like there's one in particular I'm thinking of that's very like, you know, freaky deaky and like entertaining, but like there's not much that like most people can relate to. Or, you know, some of the podcasts are people raging in college. And like, yeah, I, I went through that phase and like that those kind of podcasts were great while I was in college, but now it's like, okay, I'm a young 20 something in corporate America doing, you know, life as an adult kind of, but still being treated like a kid at some point. Like, 
it's just a weird a weird spot to be in, right? So that's kind of where we're gonna where we're gonna take off now. Um, and and I've kind of tried to keep my interviews around like the next step as well because I feel like. I like to hear what other people, especially successful people do and like what their goals look like, because that's what my goals should look like. You know, it's like if you want to be the successful person, you have to talk to other successful people and really successful people are always willing to help and give you guidance and advice and whatever you need. And so that's where, you know, I think a lot of the people that I I was able to interview had that mindset of, you know what, I am here. I want to help other people get to where I'm at, too. And they were so, so nice and so, so willing to, to do those interviews, thankfully. So I feel like I'm now at a point, at least in my professional career, that I can I can help a little bit with other people trying to find their way. Um, I've been in corporate America now for, what, like two and a half years? And uh, I'm only 23. So it's like super young, super good experience, but a lot different experience than a lot of, a lot of other peers that I have. Um, so yeah. Let's get started. I actually have my iPad in front of me because I have an entire list of shit that I'm going to... Oh, I just hit myself in the face. An entire list of shit that I'm going to kind of cover. Um, and I think... I just, like, thought of these throughout the week. And, like, as I would think about them, I'd put them in my iPhone notes. And so I... Um, yeah, I, I just kept the list going and, and here we are. So... Um, the first thing this is actually like on Tuesday I put this in my notes I was scrolling through my dating profiles because I am a single Pringle fully 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 again um I went through like a really weird like kind of talking with somebody for like quite a while and then I realized it just wasn't going anywhere like at all so I ghosted (laughs) so toxic but like it wasn't it was a natural ghost it wasn't like I just like was talking talking just stopped replying it was like we just kind of were fading out like we just kind of weren't really hanging out much anymore he was always busy I was always busy and it just kind of naturally was like all right well we don't need to fake this conversation anymore and neither one of us have kind of pursued I mean he snapchats me still like every day to keep our streak but it's just very forced so I'm back in the dating scene I felt like it was about time to, to download my dating apps again and when I tell you this shit took a turn, like a hard right turn, like in a good way. Like I redownloaded and it was like, boom, 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 hit after hit. And like humble brag, but like I worked on myself lately. I feel like I'm more confident if that was even possible. Like I'm, I'm more comfortable with myself even than before. Um, just because I've been really focused on myself and working. I haven't really been doing much. Like I haven't really gone out for like the last been like probably almost a month now since I've gone out out like to drink and stuff so I feel a lot healthier I'm a lot more mentally like there I feel like and um yeah I've been focusing on work a lot so anyway (laughs) total tangent I uh like whenever it comes to the dating profiles I totally revamped it like my mom came up probably two weeks ago and took some pictures of me worked on some promo stuff with me for the Carol Baskin episode and she took some pictures of me for social media, things like that, too. And I really liked a few of them. And so I put them on my dating profiles. And holy shit. <laughs> they, it's like when somebody else takes your picture, it's like it just gives you that different angle of like, I don't know, it's different than a tripod, right? Most people probably don't know what a tripod's like, but I'm narcissistic to an extent where I take my tripod out and take pictures of myself for content. But anyway, besides the point, I uh, put those on my dating profile and they've been like, I mean, going off, luckily. So, fingers crossed they keep going. But um, I also did, like, a profile boost on my Hinge just because I was curious. Like, it always pops up, like, oh, boost your profile at this time. Or, like, you could boost it for 24 hours for $19.99 or whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Fuck it. It's $19.99. I'm going to do it. So, I did it. And (laughs) I think I had, like, 70-something likes, like, the next morning. And I was like, what? the hell because I guess what it does is it just like pushes your profile out to like everybody and it like prioritizes it instead of just putting you at the back of the of like the deck like the card deck and it like made a hell of a difference like the guys that I was matching with too like I mean obviously I didn't match with all of them out of the 72 I probably matched with 15 but like still that's I'm and I'm very picky and so to have even 15 that were like quality and that was just to the morning that was only like half the time frame it was it was great like these guys were extremely good looking had great careers like 
great ambition, whatever. And like, I'm going out with a few of them this week. So it'll be fun. Um, like not all together, but <laughs> you know, I'm going on a couple dates. So it'll be fun. Um, but you know, I took pride in that. And I also kind of fucked around a little bit and put my, uh, like goofy pictures on my Bumble. And like those, those are okay. They didn't perform as well as I hope they would, but I got a few good ones. Um, but anyway, besides the point, my first point that I want to talk about today is the guys dating profiles and like what I look for and basically like how I get down to business on if they're worth it or not. I've gotten a lot of questions of like, okay, like what do you look for in a guy's profile? And like mine specifically is a lot different. Like my standards that I look for are different than somebody who has a totally different background than me. So like I have a few standards that I look for and there's like, they're like, I call them non-negotiables because like they're just, they're non-negotiable for me just because of where I am in my career, who I am as a person and what my goals are. So yeah, let's get into it. So what I look for in a dating profile, right? Get ready with me. I'm about to pull out my dating apps right now so I can get like uber specific. So I'm going to start with Hinge because Hinge is the one I feel like I use most. I don't know, maybe sometimes depends on the day, but Hinge is the one I've been on most lately. And one thing I like, first thing I look at whenever I'm swiping through guys is, you know, their pictures, obviously. And like when they're taken, like, okay, biggest pet peeve is when guys post like old ass pictures, like old, old pictures. Like I want to see what you look like now. I really don't give a fuck what you look like when you were four in T-ball and you won a trophy. Great. Good for you. I'm glad your mom loves that picture. Probably has it hanging on the fridge. I want to see what you look like now. What can I expect? Right? So Obviously, the first thing I look at whenever I'm scrolling through is pictures. Um, I like to make sure that they don't have their face covered. Big red flag. And like, yeah, whatever. Pandemic season, masks, great. Like, not in your pictures, okay? Go to a bathroom if you have to and take a picture by yourself. Go in your bedroom and take a picture by yourself without a mask on. Like, if that makes you feel better. But like, I'm, you know, I really... Just fucking uncover your face, okay? It's like five seconds, whatever. So, that's number one red flag for me. Is like, like this guy's first picture is like in a ski suit like legitimately all covered up goggles mask everything and like yeah bro it's cold but like let's put that as like your third picture maybe like yeah outdoorsy sporty not your first one okay so that's the first thing i look at is like their very first picture and then i also look at their very last picture just because i feel like th- people tend to get lazy like whenever they're going through their profiles and like the very last picture is just kind of like ah, oh, whatever i'll throw it up there it says a lot so i look at their first and their last and then i read their prompts so like this guy's was like a typical Sunday. The whole point of a Sunday is to do literally nothing and stress about the work week ahead. Also fun day, AKA what I did today. So I was like, okay, yeah, I relate to that. Or like some of them are pretty generic. And like, if they're super cliche, like the best way to get to know me is ask me like, shut up, shut up, fuck off. Like, no, a mind says, give me tequila shots. <laughs> a little bit more fun than ask me, right? So creativity is a big plus, obviously, guys with prompts, I don't hold them to it. That's just something that I look at. If they're really funny, then that also shows through their prompts too. So I look there. Then usually on the dating apps, it'll show you like their profile information. So like their age, their height, (laughs) um, where they're located, if they have kids, if they do drugs, shit like that. Right? So that's the next thing I look at. And I look at their age, obviously, like I have mine set, which is like a non-negotiable. I, ha- I think my, my range is like 23 to 30 or something like that. I try not to go above like eight years because I feel like the whole generational gap is like, that's kind of a tough to overcome thing. So like, as long as like we're in the same generation, like we're fine. I mean, the height is important to an extent, but like I'm fucking short, like I'm 4'11". Everybody and their fucking moms are taller than I am. So that's like, it's a plus if they're like, whatever, like above 5'11", but don't really care um obviously I look at where they are because some people are in like travel mode or whatever and it's like okay if you're in New Jersey don't match with me I need to go out to wine not virtually I want you to take me out to wine open my door and give me a hug not a side hug a full-on frontal hug okay we can't do that from Texas to New Jersey okay so I look there and then I also look at like if they have kids just because like personally I am not ready to be a stepmom I'm a child myself still (laughs) it's kind of sometimes so you know that's a big one for me this guy fortunately meets all of those standards uh it also shows like their religion and their political views which i don't really care about either um i'm pretty moderate when it comes to both things i mean i'm christian but i'm also jewish because my dad's family's jewish so like i celebrate jewish holidays but i don't really like i guess 
go all in or anything like that for either religion. I mean, I'm just more spiritual. Like, I love God. God's my friend. So, like, that's kind of where we're at um, with that. And then politics, I don't really give a fuck. It's like, as long as you're mature, whatever, <laughs> you know? Um, as long as, you know, if, let's say, politics do come up, if we disagree, I don't want somebody who's going to just bite my head off just because I disagree on something. I want somebody who can have, like, a civil discussion or somebody who just doesn't care, <laughs> you know? Um, so I look at those. Those are my... I, I spend some time on those because those are my... Those are like my main things that I look at. So after that, I usually will pick like a goofy picture or something to like spot out. And then I'll like that picture. Cause I feel like if, if, if you like a picture of, of a guy that isn't normally liked, then they're gonna be like, oh, that's funny. Like why'd they like that one, right? So it's, it's just like a good little extra thing that's more subconscious to them, but they'll notice it. Um, so that's kind of how it goes with Hinge for me. And I am on here quite a bit. I think today, today alone, I think I had like 12 matches that I've been messaging. I'm going out with two of them this week. So um, that's Hinge. Bumble, which is the only other dating app I use, um, is a totally different story, okay? Bumble's interesting because I feel like it's for the girls who, who like me, like I'm very forward with everybody. Like I'm just very blunt, very out there, very outgoing, and I have no problem approaching anybody else. Um, so Bumble, I think, helps me in that extent where I control the conversation to an extent. Like, if I accidentally match with a guy, which has happened actually quite often, like if I accidentally swipe right, I don't have to message them. And like, I don't have to be rude and unmatch them, but like, I don't have to message them. So I like that component. It's like a control thing. I don't know. I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to that. And also flying, I'm scared of airplanes because I'm not in control. Anyway, uh, so with Bumble, it's a little different. Like whenever you're swiping, like it just shows you like their picture. It's kind of similar, I guess, with the prompts and things like that, but it's a totally different demographic. And like, if you're on Hinge and Bumble, you get what I'm talking about. Like the guys on Bumble, are usually, and this isn't all the time, but are usually a little bit more reserved, okay? So Hinge is very forward, right? Because it's more of like, you know, the guy makes the move or like at least I expect the guy to message me first. Like I expect the guy to ask me out, whatever. Bumble, the guys that I've met on Bumble are the guys I've actually dated because they are the ones that I end up getting along with the best because, I mean, you can't have like two extremely outgoing, loud, crazy people like, if I met a guy that was the guy version of me, I'd be like, ooh, run away, because I'm fucking crazy. I need a guy that's more reserved and, like, is good with, you know, me messaging first or me texting them, like, eight times within the same minute because I have eight different things to say. Like, it, there are just little things like that. So I usually date guys off of Bumble for that reason. It's very similar, though, with going through the prompts, things like that. Um, that's kind of what I look for across the board, right? And, of course, it varies a little bit, but... For the most part, that's it. Um, and whenever I <laughs> do my creeping on the guys, I feel like this could be a whole segment in itself, but this is a little trick that I've I've had up my sleeve for a while and I feel like it would be very helpful to some people. So I'm just gonna pick a random guy, okay? So I found a guy on the swipe page, right? We'll give him the name Bob. We'll keep it generic, right? Bob has his college listed. And it says he is in sales. It doesn't say where he works though, right? So the first thing I do is I Google Bob, call it like, and then whatever he went to college, sales, just all one line. Let's say he went to Baylor because I went to Baylor. So Bob, Baylor University, sales, Austin, Texas. Let's say that's where he's located. I put all of that in the search bar on Google. His LinkedIn pops up. I guarantee you almost every single guy that is even private on social media, you will find their LinkedIn. And like, just heads up warning, LinkedIn tells you when you view shit. So like, if you click on their profile, it tells you, but if you search it from a private browser, you can click on their profile. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm crazy, love it. Uh, so that's the way I kind of look at it. Just kind of verify like, okay, this guy's legit. Or like some of the guys don't actually live in Austin. So it'll be like, oh, they live in Chicago or whatever. So I'll see that on their LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time. So I will do that and like, I'll find who he is and I'll, I'll follow him on, like, on Instagram because I don't give a fuck, okay? I don't care. So I follow him on Instagram. And um, <laughs> it's, it's fun that way. And that way it's like, if he likes you, he'll follow you back. If he doesn't, you unfollow the bitch because he's clearly has no taste. <laughs> but so yes, that is my dating app um, creeping, if you will tip, tip, tip. Um, we love that. I highly recommend it. If that works for you, let me know. If you need help, let me know. Uh, my friends all kind of had like an inside joke where I am the one that they're like, can you give me information on this guy? And I'm like, hold on, give me five minutes, right? 
So that's me. If you need any help, let me know. All right, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about my job. I've gotten a lot of questions about what I do, how I got into it, you know, everything basically having to do with my new career. Um, I recently did switch jobs in June. I talked about that in my first episode of the season, but um, basically, <laughs> I it's a long story, but what I do day to day is I'm a software sales rep, and I know what you're thinking, sales, yuck. I can never do it, right? That's what I thought too. Um, I told myself I would never be a salesperson because that's just not who I am. I thought I was gonna be a marketer and you know, wanted to do all of this like recruiting stuff, whatever. Then I realized the money is not there. The money is in sales. <laughs> there was even a TikTok the other day. This guy was going around to millionaires on a golf course asking them how they became millionaires. And like nine out of 10 of them said sales. If you were to go back to when you first graduated either high school or college, what is the best piece of advice that you would give yourself? Go into sales. And that is 100% the truth because sales is the only career that you are able to genuinely control your wealth. Um, I obviously, there, there are stipulations to that. So like my pay structure is 50-50. So I have 50% commission, 50% base. I always make sure I can live comfortably off of the base that they offer because that's guaranteed. That I don't have to sell a lick and I still get my base. Commission is where basically you have to hit a quota, right? Like you have to hit a number and as long as you hit that number, you get your full commission, right? Even if you don't hit the number, you still get whatever you sold. Um, so like that's where that push comes from. So you get out what you put in. So like I work all the fucking time, <laughs> except for like Fridays. I take it easy on Fridays, but like even on the weekends, yesterday I was working. I work, I have my work phone right here next to me. Like I work all the time, customer calls, I answer. doesn't matter if it's 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. And that's just because I like to grind. And because, because of that job and because of the money that I get from that job, I'm able to do things like this and buy nice cameras and live in a cool place and do things that I like to do that make me happy. So I grind my ass from uh, eight to nine. No, I grind my ass from eight to five. I had to think about what hours I work. Um, and basically call it a day. Um, but yeah, so I do software sales and I talk to a lot of customers. Uh, I have a 20, 20 customer account set. Uh, so I have people all over the US basically. Uh, I even have one customer in Puerto Rico, uh, but they're all big companies and I sell them software and it's super easy. It's not like I, they're, they already own our software. I just have to basically make them happy and like send them plants and things like that. <laughs> so I really, really like it. Uh, it's super fun. All right, so I touched on this a little bit on my last episode, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit more in depth because I had a lot of people have questions and I feel like that's the best thing for me to talk about in these podcasts is whatever y'all wanna know. So the main question I've been getting is, how did you get Carol Baskin and Chase Damore and Hootie Hurley and these big named people on your podcast? Um, you think of Carol Baskin and Carol Baskin's on like the Today Show and shit. like. What am I, you know, who am I to be interviewing her? So this is where my mom's advice, shout out to mom, has come in handy throughout my whole life. The one thing, listen up, make sure you're listening, that I stand by every single day and I probably ask myself, I don't know, every decision I make is what's the worst thing that could happen, right? So whenever you look into a situation that could be scary or intimidating or, or think of like, you know, oh, I'm lesser than them for whatever odd reason you would think that, you have to sit there and, and look at yourself in the mirror and think, what's the worst thing that can happen? They say no. Ooh, then what? You're no worse off than you were before, okay? The only thing that can come out of situations where you put your neck out on the line like that is that you will be better off because they say yes. Look at things positively, okay? All right, that's enough on that rant. Anyway, that will tie in in a second. So whenever I was kind of putting together the season of this podcast, kind of bringing it back from the first season, I decided that I was gonna have guests pretty early on and I made a list of guests that I wanted on. Um, I probably landed 40% of the guests that I have on my list because some of them are like, I mean, absolutely insane. But like I said, the worst thing that can happen is they say no or they just don't respond. So I sent this message here. I'll actually read you the message that I sent to Carol Baskin. I found her Instagram and I basically just wrote up a message and 
let's see here, I'll find it and I'll read it to you. So I messaged her and said, Hi, Carol. I host a podcast called Next, which is primarily about people and their next steps, adventures, etc. And I gave her some stats on the podcast, told her how many downloads we had. Um, and then I said, uh, I'd love to hear about your post Tiger King journey and what your next plans are. See, I threw next in there. <laughs> um, I gave her some more stats about how I was going to market it, like on my TikTok, how many followers I had, this and that. And then I said, what do you say about doing a quick 15 minute Zoom call for the podcast? That's it. Super short. She responded mm, one hour later, almost exactly, and said, I'm in select a day and time on my calendar. Here's the link. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I did it. And I put some time on her calendar and she showed up. I mean, it was that simple. Literally, I sent a DM. I have people that are like, how much did you pay for her? Like, I see she's on Cameo. I see she's on all these apps. Like, how much did you pay? Like, I feel like it's out of my budget. And I'm like, I didn't pay anything. I didn't pay a lick. I did not pay her a penny. All I did was tell her that, you know what? You're going to see some value out of this because I have an audience that I feel like you could reach. And, you know, it, that's all about networking and, and value propositioning is like, you know, what are we both going to get out of this, right? Like it has to be symbiotic. So I always position things to where, okay, obviously, yeah, I'd love to have you on my podcast, but here's why I think you would want to be on my podcast. And that's how you go into things. Um, like I said, the worst thing she could have done is said no or not even responded. And that's okay, you know? Um, so that's how I, I get all these people on my podcast is because I just put my neck out there. And I'm like, you know what? Might as well try. <laughs> Why not? Because this is another thing my mom said. Shout out to my mom. Um, is, you know, you never want to end any situation, any conversation, anything with wondering what if, Right? Let's say there's a really good looking guy at the bar. This is a super, super, super high level like example, but say there's a really hot guy at the bar that I'm like, oh my God, he's just my type. He has a Baylor shirt on. We both went to Baylor, right? And he is just standing at the bar by himself. And I'm sitting there contemplating, oh man, like, should I go up and talk to him? I'm kind of scared. You know, it's like I walk away because I'm scared and I let my fear overcome. And then I sit there and I'm like, damn, what if? Like, what if that was the guy that I was going to marry and I totally just blew my shot, you know? Or like, taking a chance on like the Netflix auditions, right? So Netflix had like this whole tour where they went around auditioning people to, it was like a big, large casting call, whatever. And deep down inside, I've always wanted to do that. And like, if you know me, you know that, but like, I've always wanted to be on TV on a reality show or on some something TV wise, right? I just love entertaining. And so I saw that they were coming to Austin and I signed up. I was like, I am going to be the first one in line and I will be there and do my best, bring the best me. And because that way I will never wonder what if, if that was my shot, if I blew it, whatever, you know? So I have that sense of knowing and comfort where I'm like, you know what? At least I tried. And like, I don't even know, honestly, like we, I think they said that they're not going to reach out until after like everything was done. But, um, yeah, at least if I don't get it, I will never wonder what if, because I did it, right? So that's what the approach you have to do. Like if you want to start your own podcast, if you want to start your own YouTube channel, if you want to start whatever the fuck you want to do, your own fucking, I don't know, clothing line, do it, do it. Because if not, you'll always be like, man, I had such a great idea. What if I did it? I wonder if I'd be a millionaire by now or whatever. The best way to find out things like that is just by fucking doing it, okay? That actually leads me into a great topic, okay? I've been wanting to talk about this for a while because I, it's been a lot more common. I don't know if it's just from, like, my feed of people that I follow, but, like, people are making some questionable decisions. <laughs> and, like, their decisions are very avoidable, and this is how I'm going to help you prevent making stupid decisions while still following your dreams. So, with this podcast and with TikTok, it's always been something I've wanted to do, like, since I was a child, right? Like, I've, like I said, I love entertaining, but I also am realistic in the fact that, all right, I need to be able to support myself. I need to be able to live because if for some reason this doesn't work or this something happens to the internet one day and we don't have it anymore, whatever, right? I need to be able to support myself. I need a good fallback plan. So I have a full-time job, obviously. I work my ass off, whatever, but I can do this on the side. And yeah, it takes a little extra time. Like this is majority of my social life lately is working on podcasts, editing videos, working on marketing material. It takes time and it takes a lot of effort, but it's worth it. But I'm not going to go quit my job to just podcast right now because it's not there yet. There's a point in time where you are able to live off of the funds that you are generating from your podcast or from whatever. But now is not it. Okay. In the beginning, 
I know it used to be a thing that people would do where they hated their job, they'd quit and they'd go for their dreams. Great, if you have the financial stability or the savings fund to do that. But if you don't, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) So I've seen a few people in particular that have been completely just going for it. And you know what? Kudos to them for doing it. I've also seen two thirds of the people do that go back working nine to five at a completely different, like totally different career path, different job, different everything that they had initially even started at with their first career because they couldn't get that job back because they quit and they left on bad terms because they quit. So there's a way to do things meticulously and there's a way to do things strategically to where you're not going to fuck yourself in the end. Like you can have a full-time job and pursue your dreams. It's just a lot of work and you have to be willing to put in that work. And you know, that's exactly what I feel like I'm doing is I'm taking this stride by stride. I might release an episode late on a day or something like that, but I'm here, I'm doing it because I love it. So I just want to talk about something for a second that I feel like is pretty relevant in my life right now, at least. Like I just talked to my mom about it this morning, (laughs) Um, but I feel like it's something that a lot of people might face as life goes on and as, you know, y'all get more successful or, you know, you guys get closer to your dreams or you do what you want to do, right? Like as you get older, you find like your path, whether that be like your, your squad or like who you surround yourself with or you're completely career focused, whatever it may be, once you start getting closer and closer to your goals, right, that circle becomes smaller, which I feel like obviously that happens with everything. Um, It's something that I've really had a tough time dealing with because I'm the type of person that likes to basically just be friends with everybody and like include everybody, you know, make plans with everybody. But you know what really sucks is like, when that is not reciprocated. And I've like faced that quite a bit. It's like been off and on since I've like moved to Austin, been in corporate America, whatever. But like, it's really been more prominent lately. And I mean, part of that could be because I am also probably a little bit more reclusive, like more secluded because I've been focusing on my podcast more and I got my new job, whatever. A lot more of my time is being consumed. But at the same time, I am still reaching out just as much to people that I care about and like that I'm friends with. Like I make sure that I make that effort, but I've realized that it's really not being returned very much lately, except for my very strong support system. Like I have like two friends that are extremely supportive in like everything that I do. And they are always there. Like they're like, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that, you know? And they know I'm busy. And so it's more of the the thought that counts for them. And they know that where it's like, you know what? I might not be able to do everything that they invite me to do, but they'll still invite me because it's nice. And like, they know that it's nice to be invited places, you know? And so, you know, they always go out of their way, but I've also faced a lot of friends that have completely distanced themselves lately. And that's fine. That is totally fine. But it's tough because I don't know why. You know, it's like, I asked one of my friends the other day, uh, I, I called him and was like, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? Are you mad at me? And his response was, you've been all about your podcast lately. It's annoying. And I'm like, all right, I understand that. But like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm sorry that you get annoyed by it. But it's, you know, it's, it's what my focus is on right now. And he basically made me feel like I was living in a dreamland and really made me second guess myself on my goals. And I talked to my mom about it. I prayed about it. And I realized that that's not a friend. Like a friend should never bash your goals, right? Or make you feel like you're somebody who you're not. Like I have always been this person. I've always been super outgoing, very peppy, very happy, whatever. Obviously I deal with my own shit. Like everybody deals with your own stuff. Like you're not always living, you know, on cloud nine, but majority of the time I like to live on cloud nine. And some people just don't like that. And as they say, misery likes company. So I took a couple days and I realized that I was gonna just let nature take its course and I'm gonna stop trying to force friendships because I feel like I've been forcing so many friendships throughout my life, (laughs) Um, but specifically throughout the last year, COVID, pandemic, whatever, because you know it gets lonely being by yourself and working from home all day. So I feel like I've been really like, not necessarily like shoving myself down people's throat, but like, you know, 
making that outreach all the time, whereas it's never reciprocated, right? So, and another thing I've realized is people come around when it's convenient for them or when they see benefit to being your friend, right? So, and like, you know who you are, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know, people come around, like I said, when they think it's, it's beneficial to them to be my friend or to want to, you know, all of a sudden be my roommate or all of a sudden take me out to dinner with their friends or meet, you know, meet with me. Let's go here. Let's go get happy hour and wine. And I'm like, uh, you haven't talked to me in like over a year. And I used to ask you to hang out all the time and you never would. So it's just like weird, you know, it's like, so I've been facing that a lot and I have come to terms with it. And I've realized that it's okay not to be friends with everybody. And I think I even talked about this in a really early on episode because like I said, it comes and goes in waves. And I feel like a lot of people can face this. Or let's say let's say you just graduated and you got a new job, right? You're going to make friends at your new job. That might not align with your friends from, like, you know, life or from high school or from your hometown, whatever. That's okay. That's okay. People outgrow people. And it doesn't mean you have to not talk to everybody else. It just means you're expanding your horizons. And the real friends will stick around and they will stay supportive and nobody should ever make you second guess yourself or your goals or who you who you are as a person. You should never feel like you need to change who you are for anybody else or to be friends with anybody. Period. Drop the mic. Ending at that part there. All right. I made postcards. I don't know if you can see that. Hold on. Let me get up closer so you can see it if you're watching this. I made postcards. And on the back, I have a QR code that lets you basically scan it. And it links you to my link tree with all my TikToks and everything else. So this specific postcard, as you saw, if you're watching this, was written on <laughs> because I'm sending it to Dave Portnoy. <laughs> I love him. Um, so I wrote a letter to him on my postcard because it's different, right? And I wrote, uh, let's see here, I'll read it. Dear Dave, let's work together. <laughs> I'd love to meet with you to share why next would be the perfect addition to your podcast roster. And then I kept it short and sweet, added a little bit of stats, and I'm going to send it to him tomorrow. And then guess what? I'm going to send him a wine glass next week <laughs> because I have wine glasses finally that have my logo on them that I'm going to send him for his, like, he has like a P.O. box that he like unboxes from and shit. I don't want him to like unbox it on camera or anything. I want him to open it and be like, wow, this girl's persistent. And then guess what? If that doesn't work, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure it out from there, but <laughs> that's where I'm at. So I'm going to start trying to do things a little bit out of the ordinary, I guess. Like, yeah, you could pitch yourself, but like, are they sending you postcards and wine glasses? Probably not. <laughs> so uh, that's my long-term goal with this. So like in regular life, then my next steps that I'm looking at are buying a house and I really want an RV. I don't know why. Like, I don't want to be like an RV lifer or anything like that. I just want an RV that I could go drive around and work from wherever the fuck I want to work from, like Florida one day, drive across the country, be in Wyoming by the next week. Like, I just feel like that'd be so much fun. And like, I love road trips as it is. So I just think, I don't know, I think it'd be so fun. So that's what I want to do. Those are like my next big goals is that I want to buy a house and I want to buy an RV. <laughs> and Bear and I, my doggie and I can go go to national parks and he could see little other animals like buffaloes and things it'd be so much fun am i right i'm right and also i'm trying to get my mom to like because my mom and i are road trip buddies if y'all don't know that my mom and i are like besties i call her like 33 times a day and we talk about everything like in life all of my decisions are made by myself and my mom um but her and i like to road trip a lot together and we thought about even going in on an rv like together we were like that'd be so much fun because we road trip so um I don't know. I think it'd be fun. And who knows? Maybe we could do a, uh, if, if this podcast goes crazy, like I know it will, wink, wink, fingers crossed, prayer said, um, then we will just take the RV all around and shoot the podcast in different locations every time, ideally. And just like interview like random fucking people on the side of the road. That'd be so fun. Now that I have two mics, I can actually start doing in-person interviews, which I'm super pumped about. And I think it'd be really funny to like, just like interview random people. I actually thought about doing it this week. I was going to go out. Actually, I'm not even going to, well, yeah, I'll say I was going to go out like, 
at nighttime like to the bar scene and bring my mic and shit and interview people like at the bars i thought it'd be so funny and i feel like it'd be good like content too because it'd be very entertaining so lately i've been feeling a little artsy craftsy i don't know i have really bad adhd so like i call them hyper fixations where i get super into like one hobby and then like in a month I never do it again and I after I invest in like really good quality shit get really good at it I'm like oh, okay on to the next one right so first it was resin I was pouring resin like every fucking day and then it like ruined my countertop um so I stopped doing it then I was like okay I need a new hobby bedazzling <laughs> so I bought a cowgirl hat and I blinged the shit out of it you see it that's all individual blings see it and I have to do the underside still but this is going to be my signature hat from now on, I'm going to wear it every day for my life. <laughs> if you're watching this, you'll see it. If you're just listening, you're going to be like, what the fuck? But don't worry. I will make sure to post a picture of it on my Instagram whenever it's all um, whenever it's all said and done. I fucking love it. I love pink. If you can't tell, like, pink is my, pink is my thing. And, like, lately, kind of country pink has been my thing. Like, I, that sounds really stupid to say. But, like, like my shirt says yeehaw bitches. But, like... The country chic theme is just, I don't know, I love it. And I feel like it's been lost a little bit. And being in Austin, I don't know. I, I grew up, like, super south Houston. So we'd have, like, they, we'd go to cook-offs. Or, like, we'd go to different county fairs and things like that. Where, like, the country culture was really strong. <laughs> like, really strong. And now it's just, like, I'm in Austin. Everybody is basically, it's, it's like LA of the south. Like, it's not really yeehaw. So I missed it, even though I was never really yeehaw. Now I want to be yeehaw. So I like cowboy hats and boots. I bought new boots too the other day. Uh, they're really cute. They're white and sh they smell like really good leather. I love the smell of leather. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the kind of the look I'm, I'm feeling right now. Whenever I was in college, I went like I ugh, fucking shit. I was Baby Cakes the rapper. Um, <laughs> check me out on SoundCloud. And I went like a little like I was trying to be like cool like street look, you know, like I'd wear like jerseys unbuttoned and like just like random shit and like hats now i said never mind with that i'm gonna go yeehaw might as well buy a fucking horse maybe that that'll be my next purchase is a mini horse <laughs> not really my mom would kill me but i don't know I, I love it i love it maybe okay so kim kardashian and kanye west go out to like wyoming and ride horses all the time and shit i should do that I hate horses. Like, I don't hate horses. They just scare the fuck out of me. And, but I, I think that'd be really funny is to get, like, a, I don't know, maybe I'll do a video on it where, like, I just go ride horses for the first time since I went to Young Life Camp in high school. If you are watching this, this is Bear. Say hi, Bear. <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of fun to do a segment every week called Keeping Up With Kendall, just because, I don't know, I want I want to keep you guys in the loop. Like, I want to know what y'all are doing, so... I'll start and tell you guys kind of what I'm doing, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, um, and get feedback or suggestions or anything you guys have on like what I should watch next, what I should listen to. Um, I feel like you guys will get to know me a little bit better by knowing more about me. So um, first I was just gonna kind of talk about like what I'm gonna do this week. And this week is actually very flexible. I have like a couple workout classes during lunch. I've been working out at noon every day because shout out to my amazing job. I have the flexibility to do it now. So I go to these like bar, I go to bar classes and then I go to, uh, it's called like glute max out, which is like a weightlifting class kind of sort of thing. But I like the class atmosphere. I feel like because it motivates you or at least it motivates me to like do better with other people around me watching me. That's just who I am. So I've been doing that, and that's kind of like my only thing on the schedule other than work this week. And I have two dates. I do have two dates. So those will be fun, and I'm sure I'll talk about those on my TikTok, or I'll, I'll talk about it next week. But um, I've been, like, totally binging Netflix this weekend. I haven't done anything. Uh, I wanted to go out, but nobody decided to text me back, so I did not go out. And instead, I stayed in, and I binge-watched the third season of Manifest. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen Manifest, it's basically about this plane that, like, it's like explodes in midair but then comes back like five years later i mean it's fucking nuts so um if you haven't watched manifest watch it if you have and you want to discuss it please message me because i am like in awe of how season three ended um i won't spoil anything but if you guys want to talk about it please dm me because i love it um i also just started last night uh the second and third season of sex education on netflix it's like a series about I think it takes place in like England or something. I don't know. Basically, this kid is like um, going through high school 
and he's like this really awkward nerdy kid and his mom is like this like sex therapist or something i don't know so it like throws a wrench in his whole life it's not really about like sex i mean like it is in there but it's not that's not like the actual focus of the show it's just really entertaining my bestie carson shout out to carson um told me about it before so i started watching it and i was like this is actually pretty good so i started season two last night i think i only got like two episodes deep because i finished manifest and was like fuck i have nothing else to watch let's watch sex education then i fell asleep um and also the, earlier this week i watched lula rich on amazon prime um it's like l-u-l-a-r-i-c-h and it's basically about that lula mlm mlm is multi-level marketing by the way um pyramid scheme it's it's a pyramid scheme so lula was like a they have like leggings and clothings and things like that and like basically these quote-unquote consultants would buy like twelve thousand dollars worth of shit from LuLaRoe and then resell it for an ups like an uptick to make a profit and they were you know only the very top of the pyramid scheme ever makes a lot of money and then I mean there were people that were selling their house to buy clothes shit like that. I mean it's a really good show especially if you are into um, a lot of the multi-level marketing schemes like uh, a few of them are like Arbonne and monat or monet or whatever it's called um i can't think of the other ones but there's a shit ton of them um i recommend watching it and seeing if anything parallels because it's definitely something you might want to keep an eye out for hint hint uh i don't do mlms i don't really support mlms i think they're extremely unethical but uh that's just me uh, if it works for you it works for you good for you do your thing um all right next music what i'm listening to I have a really fucking strange, like, library of music that I listen to, so stay with me here. Um, I've been binging Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. I don't know why. I'm not really a massive Ed Sheeran fan, but this song, something just hits a little different. The chorus just, like, gets me super pumped all the time, so I love it. Uh, 23 by Chase Beckham. It's a country song, and actually, I posted it on my Instagram story the other day. I think Chase Beckham was on American Idol. I might be wrong on that, so don't quote me, but... Uh, I, I followed him on Instagram and he followed me back and I was like, Ooh, I love his music. Okay. 23. Great song. Um, half of my hometown by Kelsey Ballerini. That's the one that like gets me in my feels the most where it's like talks about, I mean, it's, it's just very relatable about like if you grew up in a smaller town and like half of your hometown is doing one thing while the other half is doing the other. I mean, it's, it's really, really good. 10 out of 10 recommend. And then today I heard, uh, the new young gravy and, I forgot he I forgot who he was with but it's called stepping on the beat I don't know I, I just heard it today so I don't really know it that well yet but I've played it like five times so it's great um let's see on to podcasts what podcasts do I listen to I really have only been listening to two podcasts recently like religiously uh I used to listen to call her daddy a lot I haven't really listened to it since she left barstool I just don't I don't know it's not the same uh so I haven't really been listening to it uh, but I have been listening to BFFs, which is Josh Richards and uh, Dave Portnoy. I love it. They are so funny together. And they give like a good perspective on things because Dave is like older and totally from a different realm of entertainment. And Josh is like TikToker. Um, and they bring a bunch of cool people on. And so I've been listening to that every week. And then Views, David Dobrik's podcast just came back this week. So I listened to their first episode back uh, yesterday. And it's pretty good. And he actually mentioned wanting to get married and like engaged and shit. And I was like, oh! Ooh, baby I'm right here <laughs> so I might make another uh, David Dobrik series on my TikTok we'll see <laughs> um, and then I sometimes listen to Tap In by Harry Jousey it's like um, Harry Jousey was on Too Hot to Handle season one on Netflix and Tap In is just he's very like raunchy and like raw and I, I don't know it's just very entertaining he brings on pretty interesting people um, so I, I just also like listening to his accent it's very very nice and on TikTok my FYP has been all over the place, but um, I've been watching Michaela. I don't even want to try to pronounce her last name. It starts with an N, I think. Uh, she's like the makeup guru. I've been watching her stuff to like try out new products because I bought a bunch of new makeup the other day. So um, I love her and I think she's so funny. And then Charlie Puth has been cracking me up lately. He's been all over my feature you page or for you page. I don't know what it's called. Um, and Benny Blanco, like Benny Blanco's whole page is basically shitting on Charlie Puth now. Um, so yeah that's that's basically who i've been seeing the most and then i get a bunch of like random people on tiktok now too on my feed which i like i think it's very entertaining but nobody that i'm like oh yeah i see them like 27 times a day like like those three but um yeah it, it's pretty cool i've had a very interesting uh, algorithm lately and i actually recently opted out of the creator fund on tiktok because i have a theory and don't quote me on this tiktok if you're listening i'm sorry but as soon as a creator opts into the creator fund and starts getting paid per view their views start going down and their followers drop immediately 
and I don't know why, don't know if it's a coincidence, but I've noticed it because I've kind of done it twice now. So I opt in, my followers go down, my views go down, and I opt out and my followers come right back up and my views hit like over a million, like whatever. So I decided to um, opt out and we'll see how it goes. But uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, you don't really get paid that much from the creator fund anyway. Most of the payment comes from like sponsorships and things like that. So, I mean, money's nice, but I'd rather just do the content and have people see the content versus get paid for it. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life. Uh, Other than that, I don't really have that much going on, honestly. Like I've been trying to socialize and like meet new people, but it's really fucking hard as an adult. (laughs) I don't know. Like it's so weird. My friends that I talk to on a daily basis are like Carson Russell. See, I said her last last time I mentioned her. I said Carson Manka. That's her premarital name. Now it's Carson Russell because she's married to Daniel Russell. I talk to them like every day, and I talk to Ashlyn uh, Taylor. Fuck, she's married too. It used to be Ashlyn McCann. Now it's Ashlyn Taylor. I talk to Ashlyn like every day or every other day. Um, I try to reach out as much as I can to other people, but it's just like it's tough. And then I'm also in this group chat. That's actually kind of funny. I'm in a group chat with these three guys that I used to work with at Dell at my old company. Um, and they're all like 40 year old men, but like they talk shit about sports like every day and they just like talk shit all the time. And I love it. And it's so funny to hear it from their perspective because I'm like this little 23 year old girl who's hanging with the hanging with the guys. Um, but it's really, really funny. And they always like start messaging on like college game days and shit. And my input just isn't very valuable to them. So I'm, I'm always like, I love football. Go team. Like <laughs> they hate me, but it's fun. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Those are really like the only people I talk to. And my mom, I talk to my mom like 87 times a day. I call my grandma. I talk to my grandpa. Um, I talk to my family pretty much every day. We have like this whole family group message where we throw conspiracy theories back and forth. It's great. I love it. Uh, Keeps me entertained. But other than that, I've literally been such a recluse. So if anyone lives in Austin that wants to hang out, let's go get happy hour. I don't have any plans this week other than my two dates. So let's go. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much me. That's what's going on in my life right now. Um, I'm, I'm debating on posting an episode next week with a guest or kind of doing something like this, maybe doing it vlog style. We'll see. But anyway, have a great day. Thank you guys for watching. I love you. Follow me on Instagram at the Kindle 11 at the next pod. Share this with your friends, your family, your grandparents, put this on your story. I will love you forever. I will do it. You, I will share it. I don't even care. I love you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. And remember to be happy and always focused on what's coming next. Bye!